What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Lion and the Cub podcast. Episode lucky number 13. Woohoo! It is your game seven. Lucky number seven. Seven. Ding, 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 the 34 ding. game rebuild process for your Detroit Lions. Oh boy. Uh, this, oh yeah, we're having fun oh today. Boy. I am feeling great. He feels great. I am great. feeling refreshed. I am feeling rejuvenated. Fellas, wake up! You gotta play! Let's go! It's time! And I am excited because this is the Jared Goff revenge game. Oh boy, revenge tour 2021. Here it <laughs> is, everybody. Here we go. We've got your Detroit Lions at Los Angeles versus the Los Angeles Rams. I'm trying to read as you type. It's like that teleprompter problem. Sorry, sorry. So the Los Angeles Rams are at home. So in SoFi Stadium, I went ahead and scouted that out while I was in L.A. Overhead view. That thing is a... I thought Ford Field was like big when it was like I was a kid. Man, SoFi Stadium is like it's a mixture of it's like the it's like a mini version of the mothership of Jerry's World and yeah it is uh, and uh, what is that Fort Worth? No, it's uh, Dallas. It's in Dallas, isn't it? I thought Jerry's World was in Fort Worth. No, it's uh, no, no. There, it's uh, what the hell? Uh, oh Christ! Uh, the Rangers, Arlington, of Arlington, Texas. Yes, there it is. Thank you, Arlington. Sorry, oh we'd get there eventually. What the hell? Oh boy! Sorry, Steve. Sorry, Dondi. Sorry, you know. <laughs> sorry. Shout out S and D. S and D. Two of my favorites. Great guy, my godfather. So big listener of the pod. I'm sure. There you um, go. A uh, game is at 4.05 on Fox television. That is not a mistake. We are the later game. Yep, because uh, you're in L.A. They don't play any 1 o'clock games East Coast on, in L. Yeah, on I guess West I never Coast. thought of that. Yeah. Uh, well, like, for a second, I thought the game was in Detroit. Oh, I yeah. was like, I'm sorry. You're just reading what I wrote. I am the only daddy you got. I am the damn pedophilias. So, yeah. <laughs> Rams, 15 and a half point favorites. Ooh, which is over for, under. for the NFL, that's like a college line of plus 50. Yes. You know, yes. it, yeah, yeah. Anything more uh, than when you get to double digits in the NFL on a on, a, on a line, I mean that's yep. that's crazy. That it is. just screams smash that underdog to me. Well, yeah, um, they're trying to get you to to take Lions plus the fifteen and a half. Twelve wasn't enough. 13, 14, 15 and a half. I don't know which way it's been moving, but it seems like it to me like it started low going up. Yeah, yeah. I think it was like thirteen and a half at the beginning of the week, if I remember correctly. Over under is 51. Your money line is Lions plus 700, Rams minus 1125. So, <laughs> and as the late great, gosh, now I just yeah, the late it. great unforgettable oh. person whose name escapes me. Oh <laughs> uh, man, wow, I'm really the late. Okay, go take two from the late great Heat Ledger playing oh. the Joker in Batman. Oh boy, here we go, and here we. Go. <laughs> Matthew Stafford is coming back. He is the greatest quarterback of all time, and we suck. So, <laughs> there's really no Jared doubt Goff it. is the no. worst quarterback of all time, Multiple. and yeah. and Matthew Stafford is the greatest greatest quarterback to ever play the game, according to everybody outside of southeastern Michigan. That Matthew yep. Stafford <laughs> is now suddenly the the a mixture of Joe Montana, Steve Young, Dan Marino, you name it, thrown together, and and that camp- California swagger uh, has yep. really unlocked the frat daddy. Yeah. Matthew Stafford. He, he is a bit of a frat daddy. Fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life, son. Yeah, you've seen those pictures of him at Georgia, right? Uh, All drunk, no shirt on, got the pudgy belly, couple girls around him, can't see his eyes. Yeah, he's... That sounds like uh, a great yeah. life to me. I don't, <laughs> Being yeah, a quarterback at Georgia, Georgia, I think that's a yeah. pretty good gig. Georgia. Georgia. And Georgia's doing pretty good this year with Kirby Smart, but you know who's right behind him in the rankings? Yeah, Cincinnati Bearcats. And the Bearcats of Cincinnati. <laughs> 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 
bear. The they're, bear and the cat. That'll be the new upcoming They're going to be podcast. ranked number two and not qualify for the playoff. Oh, 100%. Something yeah, they'll, like they'll, that. they'll run the table and still get squeezed out by like a Alabama will beat Georgia in the SEC finals. And yeah, they'll, they'll look Georgia, Alabama. Alabama. Yeah. yeah. Uh, will, sorry. Yeah, Oklahoma and somebody else. You know what I mean? So if that were uh, to happen. Well, they're talking about Luke Fickle down in uh, LSU, maybe. LSU's yeah. looking at Luke Fickle. That'd be crazy to go from like, yeah, he could have not been a coach. You know, he took over that. Well, this is, we'll do a little quick Bearcat recap, a Luke Fickle recap, but he was the interim coach at Ohio State when they were bad. And then they brought in Urban, right. uh, the horny on the planet. And what? he, uh, and he kept him around and like let him yes, grow underneath him, and gave him an opportunity to where he is today. And so as much as I think Luke is very committed to the brand, you can't pay us up an opportunity to play uh, in the SEC. In the major so. college. I mean, the super major college. Yeah. yeah. The last three coaches at LSU all won national championships. Uh, fun fact. So Fun fact. Yeah. Wow, man! Did you yeah. just pull that right out of your hiney, or uh... I listen to a lot of podcasts. So okay, all right. Shout out part you. of my take. Yeah, appreciate the, that stat. Sure. Stuck around, so sure. come on the show, guys. We'd love to have you. Yeah, we'd love so. to have you. Yeah, number one sports podcast <laughs> in the world. Yeah, so <laughs> come so. hang out with the smallest. Yeah. We've lost hey, our following but, in the Philippines, but <laughs> but fastest growing father son Detroit Lion podcast. I'll tell you that of right all now. Time. Yep, of definitely. all time. I tell you, we're 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 record breaker uh, so uh we okay are, we're a disruptors and you know people like disruptors until they start to disrupt so. yes until they disrupt too much don't disrupt yeah. me okay You're the only disruptor. thing i disrupt is my bed after a late night at chili so uh, okay All right. Uh, that's... All right. So with that, I put in the, you know, you know what to put in there. You got it. Uh... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you told me to not to tell you when to put in stuff. Oh, but... okay. I didn't even know what the hell you were. T- oh, I don't know sorry. what the hell you're yeah. talking about. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> Do the poop drop. That's oh, I, I got to go poop. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. Um, I got to poop. Boy. Um, so just um, we'll get to a lot more of the history of this game between these two iconic franchises that have been moved all over the United States. Well, they um, have, but we haven't. Well, we were. Well, the, yeah, Portsmouth yeah, and then Detroit. Portsmouth okay. to Detroit. Okay, come on. We've got it. You're right. Yeah, okay. They're a little more dysfunctional than we are, but <laughs> they've. Um, yeah. So we're 41, 44, and one all time. And they are 18 and 22 and one when playing the Rams on the road. Okay. And they're 15, 18, and one when playing in Los Angeles. Right. Because so some the of last the games time we were in won Cleveland. In L- Yes, because the last time that we won in L.A. was October October 24th, 1993, and we play on October 24th this year. Oh. Coincidence? Mm. How can that be? Foreshadowing? I don't know. What do For you skin? think? Oh, I don't know. Boy. Oh, boy. Is mm. it an omen? Is it a blessing? Is this a headless horseman miracle? Some say. I'm not saying some, it, but some, some are saying. Some people are saying. Some are saying it. Some so, people are saying Thank that. you, Summer. <laughs> yes. Thanks, Summer. Okay. Thanks, Summer. Some people even say... Any thoughts? Let, let's just get... I, well, let me give you a little interesting, some interesting history, okay? Um, lay it on me, Pops. First of all, the Lions started the 1937 season with a game against the Cleveland Rams. The Lions absolutely destroyed the Rams with a 28 nothing victory off the strength of two defensive touchdowns. Woo-hoo! Nine years later, the Rams became the first professional football team to play in Los Angeles. Los Angeles. Yes, it's a city of the angels. City of the angels. City of the If you're it's looking- city of the angels. City of the angels. 
Let's see. Anyway, the Lions traveled to Los Angeles for the first time ever on October 20th, 1946. That was exactly 75 years ago this past Wednesday. So I guess you could call Sunday game the 75th anniversary of the first time the Lions played the L.A. Rams. Are you kidding me? No, no. Hopefully the Lions fare a little better than they did 75 years ago. They lost the game 35-14. <laughs> Rams quarterback. Wait. The, excuse me. Go ahead. I, I, no, no, I, I, I'm, I'm excited for the stat that you're about to read. Uh, Rams quarterback Bob Waterfield, the great Bob Waterfield, threw two touchdown passes and kicked, kicked, and kicked the extra point in all five Ram touchdowns. Jeez, that guy is talented. She was. He married Jane Russell in 1943. Jane Russell, How could I the famous about Jane Russell. Jane Russell, who back in my day used to used to sell Playtex bras on TV. Cross your heart, Playtex bras. She was oh. famous for her ample bosoms. Dear Jane Russell, how come there's no 18-hour bra in soft trico? fabric. Trico fans, meet the new Playtex 18-hour Trico bra. A combination of comfort plus 18-hour support that flatters every bra size. She is known as one of Hollywood's leading sex symbols in the 1940s and 50s. She has a yes. nice mole. She she was famous for the picture where she's laying on the straw. Yes. And it was oh, taken, I've... the picture is from a movie uh-huh. by... Oh, called The, the Outlaw. Outlaw. Yes, I remember what the movie was called, The Outlaw. It's Howard Hughes, and Howard he Hughes. designed the bra she's wearing in that picture. Howard Hughes, very famous guy. He has unfortunately passed from this veil of tears. A long time ago. Yeah, yes. two th- 10 years ago. So. Oh, she did. Yes. Yeah, she did. He yes, died about did. 50 years ago, but yes. Yes. He's the, he's the guy that they made that movie about, The Aviator with... Uh, oh, okay. That's Howard Hughes. Nice. Yes, he got a few plane crashes, which dinged his head up, and he became sort of crazy as he got older. But that's another known thing. for a we, film that would be canceled today. Gentlemen prefer blondes. blondes. Yes. Okay. Yeah, nice. that's that's um, Marilyn Monroe and that's Jane Marilyn Russell. Monroe. Yes. Yeah, that's ex- and then Madonna made her video based upon the gentlemen prefer blonde song that Marilyn Monroe sang which was Diamonds is a Girl's Best Friend. And then her video... No, not like a virgin. It's a remake. Um, so there you go, boy. That is a deep dive attached to the lions, okay? Then don't forget, uh, half a century later, on November 7th, 1999, the lions welcomed the eventual Super Bowl champion Rams, the fastest show on turf into the Pontiac Silverdome. Detroit beat them greatest greatest show on turf. Detroit beat them 31-27 after they forced the greatest show on turf to turn the ball over a couple of times and Gus Ferrat had his hero moment. Had his hero moment? Like what does that even mean? That he Uh, was the man. This video dad Mm -hmm. of the Schwami doing doing the Chris Berman doing this reap this you know highlight is uh okay let me click on this and see if it's the same thing uh we might Rams Lions Tommy and this game was fun right from the get-go what to combat the K-ball Rick Rootin Tootin uses a, a kind of a psychedelic shoe and I tell you what look at the play that first Chris Thomas makes, and then Rich Commander oh, Cody makes. Oh, wow. That's great special teams play. Great special teams play because they're going to get that ball right now it's on the half-yard line. And then middle linebacker, Werewolves of London, Fletcher stuffs Greg Hill, and it's 2-0 Rams. St. Louis 2, Detroit nothing. Uh, Bob Gibson over Danny McClain. Third and goal at the fourth. Charlie Batch to Jermaine Crowell. Touchdown. Charlie Batch. Seven Charlie Batch. By the time we got to the third quarter, Batch's thumb had, had uh, acted up. Lost a feeling in his right thumb, sprained right thumb, and Gus Farad was in. But Farad looked good. Corey Schlesinger, touchdown. 18-12 Lions after a two-point conversion. Wow. Then in the fourth quarter, 21-12, 10 minutes to go. Kurt Warner. Is this a zing or what? To Azakim at 75 yards. Azakim! Azakim! Now with the score, 24-19. I have an Azakim jersey. Ryan Tucker, number 50, checks in. Shout out, Connor. As a tackle eligible. Touchdown. Two-point conversion is good. About two and a half to go. 27-24 the Rams. Now 130 to go. Third and 18, and DeMarco Farr pretty much puts a lid on it, Tom, because it sets up after the sack. Fourth and 26. 
So Farad, just hoping for a miracle. Crowell gets behind to me. Crowell. Michael in the form of Dexter McLeon in the corner. You see he's got a great cushion there, but he doesn't turn to run with Crowell until he's already even with him. Gus Farratt was good. He was a starter. Third and 15 with the Lions in business. Farratt to Crowell, but it's pass interference on McLeon. Yeah, McLeon here has the help on the inside. Almost like he didn't know where his help was coming from. He grabbed his penalty outside the five. The Ravens beat the Browns so that day, 41 to six. Line. First to so, ten with 33 seconds to go. at the bottom. <laughs> to Johnny Morton. Johnny Morton toes in. 31. Oh, just for Farrakh with the hook. Ooh, what a celebration! Uh-oh, what's happened? Mm, can you still hear me? Everything's locked up. Wow. Oh, you're still there? Hello? Hey. Yeah, you- we got some technical issues. Stand by. Are you still here? Hello? Technical issues. Please stand by. Technical issues. Uh, maybe I shouldn't have 52 tabs open. Technical issues. Please stand by. Hello? I can hear you. Can you hear me? I can hear you now. Okay. It might What's be happening? I, it's because I got about fifty tabs open. Mm-hmm. I spent like five minutes of that video trying to find it <laughs> because it was it was playing, but I had a little too many oh, two tabs open, a little too many. Let's see here. I think that we're still recording. The recording never stopped because it's the laptop. But I got I might have to reboot this thing. Let me see if I can pause that. Let's try that and see if it's. I don't know. Do 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 do. The Go pause ahead. worked. Okay, we're back now. Yeah, it's I like I like doing this history at the beginning. Okay, I think that this could be like the new the way that we do our game our like game previews. Okay, I think it flows really nice. It flows really nice until it doesn't. Until you, uh, yeah, we have a three tab rule in this household, Dad. No more than three tabs. Well, I. Yeah, <laughs> I restored. I restored <laughs> my thing, so I've still got another thirty tabs open again. Uh, maybe I should yeah. just close that and close that and close that and close that. Okay, now I just have the show prep open. Let's do this. Uh, I like to keep my eye on the thing, make sure it's still recording. Just stick that up there. All right, got that up there. Hello. Yes. So, cool. Yeah. Cool. All right. Let's get back to it. Yeah. Thanks for showing enthusiasm there, Dad. I love cool. it. Cool. Cool. <laughs> cool. That's cool. That's cool. Talk yeah. about having some fucking optimism, Dave. Uh, were, were we done the history? Yeah, we were covering the 1999 game. Yes. Well, we were covering the... You had just finished up that... Yes, we had just finished up the highlights of the 1999 game. If you want to go through anything else on this link... We can. If not, we can kind of just end it with that 1999 link. But uh, nope that that will end it. So that okay. Is- well, there. I mean, we could go. There is a fun stat here that said let's go all the way back to 2001. The Lions find it final Monday night game at the Pontiac Silverdome, which perhaps not so coincidentally led to a 10-year hiatus for Monday Night Football for the Lions. Yep. <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah. They lost 35 to nothing. Yeah. Ty Detmer and Charlie Bash combined for zero touchdowns Ty and two interceptions. Detmer. He won a Heisman. Yeah, yeah he did. The Brigham Young, Ty Detmer. And yep. uh, of course, the gr- world's greatest backup, Charlie Batch. He's got how many rings? A couple of rings holding the clipboard. Mm-hmm. Not a problem. Yeah, I'll do what it takes. So, all yeah. right. Well, yep. if we want to touch that tidbit, if not, we well, can there just. there it is. We just on. touched it. I oh, are we, we recording? Did. Are we recording? Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, I had no idea. Hey, how's it going? Hey, everybody? what? Surprising. Yeah. Is this, are we recording yet? Oh, boy. Yeah. Okay. All right, cool. Yeah, there's your history of the game. There you um, go. A very interesting one for sure. I mean, again, Lions are Lions. And a lot so, of history with the Rams. That's all. A lot that's of history what we can with the say, Rams. And we can hope that the ghosts of Lions past are are up there in heaven helping us out this week because we're going to need it. That's all I got to say about that. Probably not Nick all I got to say. Night Train Lane. Yes. Played for both teams, if I remember correctly. And so wow. we hope we can get him for the Lions. So Okay. Yeah. Uh, hopefully he'll be backing our guys up. So Yes. All right. Let's move on to transactions. Uh, not much this week. October 20th, the Lions uh, signed wide receiver Geronimo Allison to the active <laughs> roster from the practice squad. Is that is that cancelable on my part if I yell Geronimo no, Allison? That's, that's hilarious. No, okay, well, it can be hilarious. You know, there's I all mean, kinds guess, of people that are hilarious and get canceled. I don't know. We'll have to ask the cancel culture. There so. you go. 
Geronimo! Geronimo! <laughs> Allison, that's it on your, that's really your transactions. I know that last week after the game, our head coach, Dan Campbell, said there's going to be some, um, what, what do you say, he's going to make some changes to the roster. Well, but there we, was a lot of, a lot of, uh, we're going to look at everything. Yeah. And we're gonna we're, gonna we're covering everything, and like we're gonna that. mix up the roster. But they they yeah. I guess they must be allowed to protect so many guys on the practice squad from other teams from signing them, and they protected the same four guys that they protected last week. Well, one was the quarterback, and one was the kicker, so they're not confident in the guy they've got now. And then there was two fellas that were protected that they don't even think are going to play this year, but they really are looking towards the future with them. So Interesting. Yeah, it was very interesting. That's why I'm still looking for it. Yeah. But, uh, you know, there it is. Tyler Decker did not practice today, and there is yeah. talk of him maybe being shut down for the year. Really? Yeah, that's what uh, Coach Dan Campbell said yesterday. He didn't say, like, oh, this is what we're going to do or anything, but he was like, we're... And, and you know, people kind of read all into this, and the Twitter sphere went crazy because he's talking about shutting him down. But the thing is, once they activate him to the practice, they've got the 21 days to put him on the active roster. And he mm -hmm. said, basically, look, if 21 days he can't play, then he's gonna. We're gonna have to put him on the roster and get rid of somebody, or put him on permanent IR for the rest of the year. So I mean, you know, I mean that's just a fact. That's just how it works. So it's like if he can't practice, they don't want to cut a guy or you know release oh, yes. a guy that they they are interested in just because Taylor Decker in a season that's lost anyways the last thing we want he go you know we we take him he goes in and and then it doesn't feel right or something's not going and now we used a roster spot for it and or you know. So we're just, man, we're taking it as it comes. We'll go out today, see how you feel, see what it looks like, and take it day to day. And, and like I said yesterday, until that time, man, Matt Nelson's our right tackle and, and Sewell's our left, and they're good enough to win with right now. So it's Not like, so fast. <laughs> to a season that is almost lost. Um, yeah, I understand. makes the playoffs. It, so... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I am, uh, you know, I'm in. He doesn't have any choice, and they're not going yeah, to yeah, activate yeah. a guy that can't play. So it's yeah, going to be true. basically their time's going to run out, and they're just going to put him on the permanent IR, and there it is. So, yeah. but he didn't practice today. So uh, he said he banged it, and it was super sore. And he said basically that finger, he took the microphone stand and was wiggling it back and forth. Dan really? Campbell was, and he said, <laughs> oh, that's what his finger's like. And I'm like, well, like, oh, and, and, then, and then he said basically uh, he's going to to play one-handed and left tackles can't play one-handed they're gonna you know he's I like cannot. basically he's gonna get his ass beat so yeah. you know there it is so he didn't practice today he's not playing this week i'm sure so we'll see we'll just have to take time and see what happens so yeah. you know there it is yeah i, I again i'm i i, I want us to I, and we need to win at some point but we're not <laughs> going to win the overall trophy you know <laughs> we are what I mean? not going to win enough to make the playoffs and that's really yeah. what matters so yeah so we'll never say never you never no, know we could no, go on run can here, but, crazy things have happened yeah but again it's not getting taylor decker back still doesn't get us frank ragnow back you know what i mean like i think it's very clear we also have kevin strong who's part of the evaluation period as well as deshaun hand um deshaun hand is just in day two and kevin strong and decker on the same timeline so they still have 12 more days to decide Desh and Desh i'm probably in the camp of putting him i don't know get him as healthy as possible i don't think that we want to have penny sewell play left tackle for this entire year but if it happens it happens and then he goes and plays right tackle next year i, I don't think again he's like 15 so uh penny's got a very long <laughs> career ahead of himself so yeah yeah um, you yeah. know and he's learned a lot and all he could do is make him a better right tackle i would think he keeps be being the most consistent player on our offense in terms of pro foot you know in terms of the 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 analytical people out there have another drink for the analytics and uh, uh, Danalytics. Uh, Danalytics. Manalytics. And then Danalytics. Yeah, I think it's, um, you know, it is what it is. We also had uh, everyone, no, no practices on Thursday. We're hitting the injuries now, correct? Yes, sir. Okay. And then we had TJ Hawkinson Hawk. He practiced. DeAndre Swift hit the uh, limited practice. Jason Cabinda, fullback. Thanks for coming, Jason. Uh, he practiced. Trey Flowers had limited practice. 
practice and Nick Williams. These were all limited practices, but it's I mean, this LPs. is pretty standard. LPs. Yeah, these are all pretty standard, especially. DeAndre <laughs> Swift has been LP since the first preseason game. He was, yeah, he's been doing everything in his power to just relax. It was, so. it was a hamstring. Now it says groin. So there you go. I don't know what that means. It's something down below. They just below need to put ways. a different, yeah, they just need to put a different reason every week to yeah. keep everybody on their he'll, toes. But he'll play. He's strapping up. You know, I saw today that the guy that won the college wrestling national championship was playing with no meniscuses mm. but he had torn both of his meniscuses that's uh that's got a yeah. sting it's got to hurt sure you know deandre swift we will see you on the field on sunday and then our full participants safety will harris edge the edge charles harris he had a hip oblique and michael brockers our defensive tackle which is good so michael brockers who played for the rams correct yes and yep, correct. when the trade was made from Matthew Stafford, he said, while he was still going to play for the Rams, said, oh, well, yes, basically Jared Goff sucks and Matthew Stafford's great. It's great to have him. And then, boop, he signed with Detroit. And then he said, oh, um, I, you know, Goff's not that bad. <laughs> so Yeah, here's a, uh, here's a funny headline. Michael Brocker's excited to face old team, finds a purpose in Detroit. So this is a Michael Brockers revenge game oh, as well. Oh, he guaranteed a win back in Did like really? yeah, June or something. Uh, he he played nine seasons with the Rams. Yeah, he guaranteed that, yeah, the Lions are going to win. Mm, oh, so too. Mm, so we'll see if that, that was an accurate portrayal of the situation or not. I think, well, we'll see. He's a man of faith. So Oh, God bless him. There you yeah. go. Well, he's a sinner, and God's going to uh, need to forgive him for that sin. But we'll see. He's got a sack, eighteen tackles. So there you go. Yeah, but he isn't getting any younger. You know, no, again, I, it's no. just like a halfback. Defensive interior linemen are very—they're uh, in the trenches. So sure. And just an LA Rams update here, Sonny. Sonny Michelle, running back. Uh, they have not updated for Thursday, so they had three did not practices. Andrew Whitworth, offensive lineman, um, and then Terrell Lewis, an outside linebacker. They all did not practice yesterday, but we do not have an update for today. This is at the LA Rams website, but we have our updates for today. Yes. So, oh, well, it, well, I they, guess it is three hours. They're practicing, yes, at a different yes. time. Uh, I, LA, I'm still LA Knights, you know? Sure, man. You're, you're one right, of those guys. So. You know, you understand yeah, how it is you go to LA things what happens in LA stays in LA <sighs> yeah I don't even know where am I now at this point so Deshaun um, Han did practice for the first time in two months that's exciting Deshaun he's Han. a he's a inside interior nose tackle from Alabama well let me confirm that though yes he's from Alabama okay yes yes but I think he, he, uh, I'm not sure it might have been him I read that's only played in like half of his games that he was yeah he could have played in okay here we go this is what the this is what Campbell protected on the practice squad Steve Montez quarterback mm. Ryan Santoso, kicker. And then Bruce Hector, defensive lineman, and Jalen Elliott, safety. And they said that they like those two guys, but they haven't activated them or anything. And they're talking like that. those really are guys that are going to be for next year for them. They're sort of like projects. So they're, they're holding on to them. So for what it's worth, I'm not sure how important that is down the road. But they're saying about a kicker competition. But really, Siebert, uh, he's he successfully made kicks from 35, 39, 40, 43, 49, and 52. He's had one miss from 51. Santoso has converted on his only attempt from 35 yards in a clutch moment against Baltimore when Siebert was... COVIDed out. So until Siebert misses, we probably won't see Santoso on the active roster for a while. These are just some like random thoughts around the NFL that I've just had pop in my mind well, while I was please looking share up. with us while you weren't Google listening to me. Up. Somebody is. Go ahead. Well, I was listening. I just, you know, my mind was elsewhere. Sure. And uh, I was. Uh, tell me, tell me. The Ravens lost their top three running backs going into the season. Right. And still are somehow running the shit out of the ball. Well, they have I a just, quarterback that can run the shit out of the ball. Yeah, I know, but the still, that just blows my mind. And then also uh, Deshaun Watson possibly to the Dolphins this week. Oh, you haven't heard about that? No, I have. I just find oh. that seventy uh, percent of people in Miami are against it. I saw a poll. Well, he is an alleged 
sexual predator. And yeah. a lot of people believe that Tua hasn't been given enough of an opportunity to show himself. Don't give up someone on that Tua. Has, someone that has a couple of Tua rookie cards is really hoping. Uh-oh. You never Tua know. He goes to Houston and becomes great. That's what I'm saying. So, so you know. It's just very interesting to me. I just, I like, I know that that's a thing, but I'm on the Tua boat where it's like, you can't, ah, you got to give the guy a shot. So he's got to stay healthy himself too. I just found that very interesting. And I asked our Dolphins insider uh, what his thoughts were about it. So if he gets back to us before we finish, I'll make sure to add that in there. So yeah, just some random, um, we'll call that the, uh, the daydream of the minute. So okay, uh, new segment alert. But yeah, sorry. I just, I was Googling up somebody else and it popped up about Deshaun and then that led me That's to- That's just a giant Robin. mess. He's getting paid. Yeah, it's He's crazy. He's getting paid and they then, yeah. then they might as well freaking play him. But, That's what I'm saying. So. You know, there it is. Okay. All right. All right. Switch. Okay, now we are going to hear from a certain fellow that used to be a player for the Lions. Uh, maybe you've heard of him. His name's Matthew Stafford. We're going to hear a little quote of him. This this little audio runs 56 seconds, and this must have been yesterday. It's dated the 20th, yeah. And uh, Matty was asked about playing for the Lions and things like that. So here's a nice little, here's a nice little clip of Matty. I asked for a trade not knowing anywhere where I was going to be. There were a bunch of different spots where I thought I could go. I ended up here. I'm extremely happy to be here. Pinch myself, you know, getting the opportunity to play for this team with these players and these coaches. As far as comparing it to Detroit, I'm not going to do it. I just know that I'm having, you know, a blast playing a bunch of football with some great players and great coaches. I loved my time in Detroit. I loved all the experiences I had. Some of them were tough, you know, and, (laughs) you know, they they pulled me into the player and the person I am today. I spent some, you know, really meaningful time in my life, both on and off the field in Detroit, and uh, I really enjoyed all of it. So I'm having fun what I'm doing right now. I had a great, you know, experience for 12 years in Detroit. That's kind of that's kind of how I want to leave it. Well, there you go. All right, is this when I start to piss everybody off that listens to the podcast? Do I go there right now? Go ahead. All right. So I have a really close friend of mine. I would consider him my best friend. Uh, shout out Connor. Connor and Connor's family are diehard Lions fans. Former. Uh, Season ticket holders, I believe it was wrongfully taken away, Uh, if I remember correctly. Uh, But I don't want to go there. And Connor was very upset. Even though we knew he was going, it still hurts Connor's heart. And my thing is, is that I I could care less about Matthew Stafford now that he's left the team. And to be honest, he I understand the teams that he was on were tough, but he wasn't, he's not, he's not great yet to me. He, he's a, he could sling the ball. He played a lot from behind and I'm very thankful for his commitment to the team. I think he put his body on the line a lot, especially, you know, everybody's seen the clip when he like breaks his shoulder. Yeah. He's and tough then still as goes out there. There's he's nobody tough. doubts I, his, his toughness. Yes. I do not doubt his toughness, but I'm going to be honest. It's the same way I felt about Tony Romo where the Cowboys were never going to win anything with Tony Romo. I think the Lions had chances to win stuff, but he could not win the big game. I'm not saying that Jared Goff could do that either. You know, I'm really happy for Matthew Stafford. I think as a as a fan, you know, I'm not over here. I, I hate it really bothers me the people that are like still butthurt and still talking about Matthew Stafford as if he like we owe it to him you know like we're the ones that ruined or put him into the situation like I guess you can put a little blame on us but he made he made the decisions on the field that cost us games and it's a good riddance for me I'm really excited about the future I obviously believed in Matthew when he was here but like I'm I did not get as upset as a lot of people and my friend did not like the way that I would say stuff about Matthew Stafford but I just think it's at that point where it's like we it's it's like a toxic ex-girlfriend that you just can't get over that you look at pictures of you guys late at night you know I just don't I don't get the sentimental and he's been my quarterback my entire he's been the only staple or like one of the biggest staples of my Detroit Lions fandom and I don't I don't get it and maybe you know maybe that's my fan card on the line as some people like to say and maybe that's me not caring about what he did for the city of Detroit but what Matthew did is no different than what a lot of people do when they come to Detroit or go to any kind of football team. Like what Jared Goff recently did, and he donated like 5,000 pounds of meat, you know? Everybody's going to give back to the city of Detroit. Do I think he put his body on the line? Of course. Do I think he was very committed and cared a lot about the team? Of course. There's no denying that. But until <laughs> until he wins a playoff game, he's just a gunslinger. Yep. That's all that he'll ever be. And until he even, you know, I think he needs to win. I'm not saying that he isn't Hall of Fame worthy because 
the stats show, but you got to look at the complete picture and think about, obviously, was every game that we had to come from behind, was it always on the defense or was it Matthew Stafford some mistakes down, you know, during the game that he might have done that would put us in a situation for him to have to come back to? I'm not putting all the shit on to Matthew Stafford. He's obviously a very good thrower. Um, There's no doubt about it. No, he's got and a good again, arm. No, there's He's no doubt about his, his ability to chuck the ball around. No. Yes, this this and is his just, toughness think, is. It, uh, there's no doubt about it. And he's a good citizen. He did a lot of yes. nice things for the city of Detroit. He was well compensated for his pain. Trust me. Yes, and, yeah. That's another thing that I don't think people realize is he was the highest paid player at one point. Yeah, uh, yeah. In the NFL, not on the Lions. Yeah, sorry, the entire yeah, national the, football league. Ti- yes, and people, until he wins a playoff game, he's not won anything. So that's what I'm saying, let's yeah, let's. I, let's Let's let, let's let this play out a little bit. Everybody wants instant gratification and instant. They, they want to talk about it instantly and say, oh, this winners, losers. Boom. Hot take. We won't know how Detroit did on this trade until three, four years from now. But I I like this trade. I like it a lot 100%. for both both teams. Yes. It's, can we just please stop this whole thing like it's an ex-girlfriend and we have to yes. talk about him constantly? And it's uh, like, you can't, you don't have to ignore him, but quit saying people, well, you know, the people on the Twitter, people that are, are Rams fans, oh, you guys didn't waste his career. He was well compensated for his agony. He did have some pretty good defenses. They had their yes. chances. Yes. They had Nadamagan Sue and, you know. Even the had, year when we played the Ra- I played the Cowboys. Boys and yes, we, that was a good we team. Lost. That team was good. That team was and really good. Yes, we've had a couple good teams. And yes, I think as being the leader of the team, you have to look at that first. What could he have done better in that game? Did we get screwed by the refs? Yes. Do we say that because we're fans? Yes. Does it mean that that one play completely changed the entire outcome of the game? Probably not, because there's a hundred other plays in the game where plays could have been made. <laughs> and obviously, right? It's the internet. It's a tough place to go look at stuff, anyways. Right. But it's just this constant, like, go get a Matthew. And like, it's like when you get drunk and you text your ex-girlfriend that, you know, it's just, it's beyond me. Like, what, when are we going to get past Matthew Stafford? Like, when are we going to move on? (laughs) It's going to take a while. That, but the Detroit media is, they do Mm -hmm. it quite often. Guys that had become stars here. And if they leave and go somewhere else, it's like they, they have to put stuff in the paper about them. So like, yes, it's the ex-wife, the ex-girlfriend and Hey, just move on. But they won't because people yeah. respond to it. We're responding to it. So there it is. Yeah. All right. I'm done with Maddie be, for now. I just wish the game was over because I think it's going to be 35, yes. seven or something. It's going to be brutal, but that's okay. just how I feel. All and right. That that's, that's just, I needed to get that out there because we need to uh, let people know like how, it is. You know what I mean? Like, I just, I can't deal, deal with it anymore. So if we're, if that's okay. the hot take of the week. Boom. Um, boom. Hot take. Oh, quake take. Quake uh, take. That's so hot. Uh, I can't touch it. <laughs> it's a hot take. All right. Let's move on. Because so, I got a move dog on. that's hungry. So let's, let's move okay. on. She's got right. a, she can tell time. Six o'clock's dinner time. All right. Okay. From uh, Lions PR on the Twitter sphere, NFL cornerbacks cornerbacks with at least three interceptions this season. Cardinals cornerback Byron Murphy Jr. I remember his father. Cowboys cornerback Trayvon Diggs. Seven interceptions in six games. And the third one is Lions cornerback Amari Araguayway. Armani, oh, Amani Ori. <laughs> oh, see, you can't do it. It's Amani Ori Oruwarie. We'll just call him wanna... AO. Yeah, we'll just call him AO for C-B-A-O. Sure. No limit per his uh, Twitter thing. There so. you go. Good for him. Yeah. That's great the Lions PR people dug deep for that one and found it that's your that's your Lions PR tweet of the week okay now we're gonna Uh, move he has hold on his three interceptions have come on 24 targets the second highest INT to attempt rate by an NFL cornerback this season 10 target minimum and I just want to throw a fun fact in there please uh Dick Night Train Lane okay has the records for most interceptions in a season at 14 interceptions two retained for a touchdown and that was when he played with the Rams um okay there you go that's great just wanted to throw that out there yes that happened in 1952 wow 14 interceptions dick knight tearing lane yeah that was in a 14 game season too it's yes yep 
won a game. Yep. Thank you. Yep, 14 games. Oh, actually, he only played 12 games. It's a 12-game season. 12-game season. Oh, okay. Yes. There it is. Wow. So there's your Dick Night Train Lane fun fact of fun fact. the week. I need, a, I need a theme song for that. I'll work on that for you. Okay, Thanks. fun fact of the week theme song. Yes. All right. Well, now it's time to move on to the stuff people really care about. Gambling. Oh, 1-800-GAMBLER, if you do have a problem. If you do have a problem, 1-800-GAMBLER, they're there for you 24-7. They'll talk to you, okay? Yes, I've seen my account go from a triple digit to a double digit, so that's been fun. All right, there you go, kid. Um, So, uh, Cubs betting corner, the CBC is live. There it is. Last week, we had the lock of the week, Lions plus three and a half. We saw how that went. Bum, bum, bum. Fun bet of the week, that lost as well. Um, that was, we'll just, uh, we'll just leave it at that. So this week we have the Los Angeles Rams minus 15 and a half. Hey, um, wait a minute. What fun bet of the week? Did you even check that? Yes, I checked it. How many of them got right? Uh, any uh, of them? Yes, we had a few. Okay. Well, there was uh, a lot in there. To, there was a lot to unpack as they like to say. Uh, hold on a second. Let me Fins versus Jag and it's Fins with an F, not P. Hippahins. The fins, the fins. dolphins. Dolphins, but a fin is F I N. But how do they spell the word dolphin? Yeah, you're right. Okay. okay. Thank you, David. Oh, wow. Um uh NFL to end practice harmful. What the hell? Okay. Oh, let's stay Hold focused on, on the podcast. Would you say? Yeah, I'm, I'm pulling up the scores from last week, okay? Uh, I, I didn't mean for you yes. to go. Mm. Yes, I'm just trying mm. to get you how many of these won and how many of these lost. So, oh, boy. Bum, 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 bum. Bum! Okay, so um, Dolphins, Jaguars hit, okay? Okay. So that score was 20-23. Okay. Bengals-Lions hit. Okay. No. The yes, 44, yes. Was forty four. No, wait, and you bet yeah. under forty six and a half. Uh, it was thirty three to eleven. Thirty four to eleven. Okay, um, sorry, forty five. Okay, it hit. Uh, what else? What other games did Texas we have? Texas Colts. Thirty one to thirty. 31 to 3. That hit under 43 and a half. And uh what was the last one? Hawks versus Steelers. What what Hawks? What Seahawks. Ha- oh boy. Okay. And what was the uh, score in that one? 43. Oh, you missed it by a half a point. I missed it by a half a point. <laughs> it paid plus 12.28. Yeah. <laughs> but you told me you didn't bet it anyway, so don't Okay. This well, doesn't mean me shit if you don't bet it. it. Well, you told me not to bet it. Now Well, I was right by half a point. Uh, I tell you not to bet a four a four event parlay fourteen parlay oh boy okay I'm just Dave saying anti parlay uh, yes I am because they're yes I am yes okay <laughs> let's move to this week we got the Los okay, Angeles skills. Raiders giving fifteen Los Angeles Rams giving too many teams give the Rams giving fifteen and a half to your Detroit Football Lions the over under is fifty one the money line Detroit plus seven hundred the Los Angeles Rams minus eleven twenty five what's your lack of the week Cub give me them points baby he wants the Lions plus the fifteen and a half. That is a lot of points. Like, well, just we said that general. earlier. It's a huge amount for the NFL. Yeah. Like, that's the sort of, like you said, it's just, that's unheard over. of. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's just going to be very hard for any team to cover, in my opinion, unless you are playing the Lions. So it is, I, I think it's a valid. Okay. Uh, it's valid, but this um, is what oh, I'm going to uh, do. Just so one of us is right, I'm going to my lock of the week will be the line. I'm going to take the Rams and give the 15 and a half. I just want to let you know I got an updated line here. Let me see what DraftKings says. Uh, per Yahoo Sportsbook, it's 16 and a half. What? Yes. I pulled 16. this off of. Uh, uh, well, that's MGM. I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, MGM plus 16 and a On half. the Yahoo Sports page. Oh, it does say 16 and a half. Yeah. Look at that. That's not what it was earlier today. I've got, that's crazy. So it's gone right. from 15 and a half to 16 and a half. Yes. Woo wee. Yeah, that's. And the over under is now 50 and a half, not 51. Wow. Yes. Okay. Well, that changes nothing and for the me. Money I'll lay the points. The money line changed as well. Well, yeah. Okay. Uh, Plus 825 for the Lions, minus 1400 for the Rams. I wonder wow. what the Wow. Yeah, they must be putting. Also, here's, here's the bet percentage. Number of bets right now on the money line, 94% of the bets are the Rams minus 1400 and 
70% of the money is on the Rams giving 1400 the points for, so it's 94% of the bets are saying they're going to just they're going to win 94% of the, yeah. of the bets think they're going to win the game uh the point spread of 16 and a half it's 86% on the Rams and 76% of the money so that's why the line is moving from 15 and a half to yeah. 16 and a half it's still not getting what they want is 50-50 money wise cuz then they make the the juice now yep. when you get to total points the over under see this is how bets should look it it's 54% under and 40 obviously 46% over um but the total amount of money is 79% on the under so yeah. the money is saying under under yeah so implied final score 33 and a half rams 17 detroit at least oh, we got 17 total, luckily we got a total number there 17 the how did uh, how did they how are we gonna get 17 against this defense are you kidding me 17 <laughs> so, we play right. we play him two times in a row we're not gonna get to 17 but okay <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, again, but it is Jared Goff revenge game. So I don't I give would a like... shit. 17. <laughs> We're not going to get 17 points. It's crazy. Oh, We're not going to get to 10. It's going to oh. be two field goals. We're going to score six points again. We don't score in the first half ever. So you're asking for us to score 17 points in a half a game. Oh. Only if they're up by 50 to nothing at halftime. And then they play the prevent defense and Goff dinks and dunks his way to a couple of touchdowns. <laughs> I'm just saying. Then we're still not going to get 17. That would be 14. 50 to 14 is my implied final score. <laughs> to 14 <laughs> 36 points uh, you're gonna see, see maddie stafford running up and down that field doing his stupid jumping up and down and chest bumping people and our defenders are gonna be going oh boy our undrafted free agent former safeties turned into cornerbacks are gonna get killed it's hilarious okay that's my that's my that's vent the of the week so <laughs> This is the most hyped up I've like. <laughs> We're both hyped up you. now. Just get this freaking yes. thing over with. I, if Joey Harrington could look like the second coming of Otto Graham, <laughs> what do you think Maddie's going to do at home against us? Oh my oh, God. Yeah, it's it's going to be terrifying. He used to no, do this to us in practice. So he's certainly going to do it in a real game. Yeah. Uh, uh. Okay. All right. Let's move on. Oh, my God. I'll be glad when this is over. <laughs> here's, your fun, here's your fun bet of the week. Uh, tell me how this loses. I've got your oh. Washington football team versus the Packers under 48 and a half. Uh, Cincinnati Bungholes versus the Ravens over 46 and a half. Okay. Falcons versus Finns. Finns? No. D listen. How do you spell dolphin? I'm just saying, how do you say my name? How do you, you know? Say it's, it's my name, PH, say my name. Say my name, say my name. No one is around you. Say, baby, I love you. You ain't running game. Say my name, say my name. You I say it as pillow. Technical difficulties. Yeah. Right. It's on the fucking screen. Go the CBC Cub betting corner. It is the fun bet of the week. What do you got there, Cub? Tell me how this loses. Okay, right. I'll tell you. Tell me how <laughs> I'm going to every week you say, tell me how this loses. And I go, I'm going to tell you, go ahead. Football team versus Packers over 48 and a half. Okay. Bungholes Ravens over 46 and a half. Okay. Falcons Finns under 47 and a half. Finn Pins. Lions versus Rams over 51. Well, yeah, you think the Rams will get to that all by themselves. Go ahead. I'm saying. And then Colts Niners over 44. And that'll pay what? A $10 pet would pay you $244. It's plus $2,439. Yeah, $243.90, right? On a $10 bet? Say that again? $243.90 on a $10 bet? Yeah, you round it up a little. You sure. Know, let's round it up. So. Okay, there you go. I mean, uh, it wouldn't round up. Technically, it would pay out two fifty three ninety. Ninety. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So. All right. So there it is. Uh, we won't do the Thursday night scores because they haven't played yet due to the Cub going on a trip again. This guy, I'll tell you, he travels a lot. We'll skip the Thursday night. We'll throw it on Sunday when we do the uh, games then. Okay. Thoughts and prayers. We've lost a Wait, lion. did we do last Thursday's game? Yeah, we did because we recorded on oh, Friday. Friday. Yeah. So we'll, oh, wow. This is, hey, guys, we're getting better at a schedule. So yeah. we're going to have to be changing up the we're segments. 
backing it up to Thursday. In the comments, let us know what some other segments you'd like us to talk about. Please, by all means, tell us what you'd like us to talk about, okay? And then thoughts and prayers. We've lost a line this week. Pat Studstill. Now, there is a name for a football player. Pat Studstill. It's a real football guy's guy name. Yes, and he played receiver and kicked for the Lions. He pa- he was actually in, uh, he was an actor. We've had a lot of former Lion actors, and he was in the Dukes of Hazard, which <laughs> I didn't know. Um, and I didn't realize that that, I did not watch the Dukes of Hazards as a Duke of ha- Dukes of Hazard as a young man. So I didn't know that he was an actor in that, but he did have a couple of great years, including a 99 yard touchdown reception. Jared Goff didn't throw that. He also had five consecutive games with 125 pass receiving yards. And that was tied by Calvin Johnson, but not broken. A Lions team record, five consecutive games with 125 plus pass receiving yards. So he led the league in 1966. He was second in the NFL with 67 receptions and led the league with 1,266 receiving yards, and that was in a 14-game season. He'd passed away on the 16th, and so we've lost another Lion great. Thoughts and prayers out to Pat Lewis Studstill Jr. Um, I may have blacked out in the middle of this, but did we talk about that little tidbit there? Yes, we did. The five consecutive games? Please try to stay with me. I know. Sorry, it's a my br- sorry. Our Dolphins ana- analyst insider texted me back. So oh, is that right? I do, I do apologize. Okay, uh, I understand. He was the last player in the NFL to not wear a Riddle, a Rydell <laughs> face mask. Yeah, I, I saw that earlier, and I was like, "Really? What a tidbit! Tid- really? We're really stretching here." Yeah, um, that was. But he he did have a, a couple of years that were just great, just great. Yeah, which is what happens to a lot of guys in the NFL. And then uh, he did go and play for. Or the Rams after yes, yeah. So like, what's with that? Yeah, a lot is of that guys. Like a coincidence. Old or? Lions go to the West Coast to die, even though he did finish up one year with the New England Patriots. So we're gonna see Matthew Stafford in the Dukes of Hazard reboot here in a few years. So, um, fun fun headline of the week. That was funny when I that last joke was funny. Uh, I'm sorry. Sorry. It's okay. Clearly, I'm all over the place because right he so. doesn't even know what I said. Uh, I'll I repeat don't. again. Uh, when Matthew Stafford retires, he's gonna be an actor in the Dukes of Hazard reboot. <laughs> there you go. There you go. That was, I told you it was a good oh, one. That was a good one. Thank yes. you. With Both Kelly times Stafford playing Kelly girl. Stafford in your Daisy Dukes. Yes. <laughs> Then the kids will play, you know, he'll yeah. play like the sheriff, and his kids will play the kids that yeah, drive he's the car. All those girls he's got. That's right, Maddie Stafford jumping over bridges, but they're going to have no, there'll be no stars and bars on the roof of that car. I'll tell you that yeah, right now. Uh, exactly. I'll yes, tell you that very right true. now. Okay. Um, man, yeah, that was a good one. I do apologize. <laughs> it's for, okay. It's okay. The uh, people at home loved it. Yeah, this is the part where we've been trying to record this since 4.30 and we've had <laughs> multiple, seven o'clock. Technical, yes. multiple technical issues. And, uh, but by the time I'm work. done polishing this turd, you'll never be able to tell. Don't worry. <laughs> He's like, what? <laughs> Put the f- stay off the weed. Stay off the weed. It's stay off the weed. And you can't stay off the weed. He ain't getting busted for using weed. Stays off <laughs> the weed. You couldn't stay off the weed. Stay off the damn weed. And they don't listen. Stupid. Sit there and stay on the weed. What's next? I, I don't know. Codeine, weed, D, alcohol. I mean, what, what's next? What's next? <laughs> Where am I? What Put happened? the phone down. No. <laughs> Face down. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, my goodness. Uh, here's my fun headline of the week that I just saw. Um, despite sourness, Jared Goff having uh-huh. emotions decided to return to Los Angeles. At first, I read it as soreness. He's right, soreness. Yeah, he's sore. All right. He'll be sore. He'll be sore. After the game, trust me. Yes, he'll Off be... admits there are lingering feelings about how his time in LA ended. Well, they didn't say shit in. to him, and now what's his name? The coach of the Rams is like, yeah, I did kind of handle that shitty. Yeah, be a man for crying out loud. Step up. 
They didn't tell him shit till he was traded. Oh, we got the first. Be a man of the year. Be a man. Come on. We're going to have He's a man. He's 40. He's not even 40 yet. I'm a man. I'm 40. He's your age. He's 35. Yeah. (laughs) He's like Matthew Uh, Stafford's age. He's undefeated with going into halftime with a lead, I think it is. Is that right? Uh, Yeah. Well, that's a fun stat. Uh, We'll have to do a we'll have to do an awards ceremony at the end of the year. Be a man award. And that will be one of the awards is be a man. Be a man. Would you step? Look at look at Dan Campbell. He's a man. He talks he about shit. He cries. He gets pissed. He beats oh the podium God. when he yes. when they play bad and they shouldn't. Yes, he's a yes. man. And I bet when it's time to cut somebody or they're trading somebody, I, it, he talks to him like a man. I doubt he lets the yeah. Twitter tell their well, starting quarterback that he's no longer on the team. The mule situation was definitely not a good first start. No, that so. was not handled well. But <laughs> he learned from it. Uh, I'm sure, you know, it was just not handled well, but then they gave him a job and said, here, you want to make as much money as you were before without getting smacked in the head? And he was like, hell yes. So thank you you very much. You mean I don't have to get all sweaty? No, you can just hang out. All right. We're going to cover one last thing here. I believe before we have our goodbyes for, uh, for, um, the week or till after the game, and then we're all going to be sore. My ego is going to be sore come Sunday. Uh, it was announced today. I'm going to play a little video that the Lions released. I guess I should give it some context so you understand what's going on. Uh, Chris Spielman was going to record some kind of promo for the Lions today. This is what happened. <laughs> You get half a step to your right. Good, yeah. On Sunday, October 31st, we take on the Philadelphia Eagles. We're celebrating the Lions Legends community as part of our annual homecoming, celebrating at Ford... Ah, all right, here we go. On Sunday, October 31st, when we take on the Philadelphia Eagles, we're celebrating the Lions Legends community as part of our annual homecoming celebration at Ford Field. At halftime, we will honor one of the greatest Lions ever. Four-time Pro Bowl selection, he helped the team to four playoff appearances, two NFL Central titles, and a berth in a 1992 NFC Championship game. What are you guys doing here, man? I'm not crying. You're crying. So that's the second time I've seen it. It's the, it's the first time. So, um, yeah, we obviously care a lot about this team, but, um, I mean, you can speak on it more than I can, but you know, what does Chris Spielman mean to you as a Lions fan? I'll give you a second to, uh, <laughs> catch up your thoughts, but I'll, you know, I'll speak for a little bit about, you know, um, when Chris Spielman was brought in as a special person for this team, we were both really hoping he would be the GM and it seems like he was brought in and he's doing exactly what he was. Um, we had a dog named Spielman growing up. Chris Spielman played at Ohio State. Chris Spielman means everything to my dad uh, who does this podcast with me. Um, I wore the jersey that he had Chris Spielman sign upside down from someone <laughs> that he gave 
a jersey at a radio conference too and i spilled nacho cheese on it at a game uh you were not happy about that but uh, it's okay uh, it's okay but you know i think his impact to the franchise and his impact to you uh it would be really interesting to hear your thoughts about mr spielman well so. he is he is the reason i'm a lions fan so i guess that's the reason you're a lions fan too yep i said whoever drafted chris spielman he was going to become uh they were going to become my team and they uh were the lions and he was a great draft choice of the lions those teams in the 90s were better than people remember they had really had some talent if they'd have just had a franchise quarterback you put matthew stafford on that team they would have won a super bowl for sure they had everything Three. they had receivers they had running backs they had a really good defense and they just couldn't get a quarterback settled and they just went th- they just couldn't get the quarterback they wanted so unfortunately those guys those guys were good there was some really good players on that team so uh to, to have this honor for him is is a great thing um it's been way too long he should have been in there a long time ago but i understand they're doing it now and that's all that matters so he is uh seems to me a better person than he ever was a player the things he did for his wife his first wife who passed away from cancer the things he did he took a he quit playing um a year to help take care of her and when she lost her hair he shaved all of his hair off so he would look like his wife and uh he's he wrote a book about it and it was funny how he mentioned her during this video here stephanie was his wife and he's remarried now but still I when he was brought back to the team was when I believed that they were really going to make some changes. So that's great. Um, it's a great honor for him, and then his name will always be up there. He certainly deserves it. The, the, he just was a great player and should never have left the team. I was very angry when they let him leave to the Buffalo Bills where he went to Buffalo and set the team record for tackles there, too. So yeah. he had like three really, really good years up there and then uh, had to retire from a neck injury. Uh, I'm still happy to say he never actually played a game for the Browns so he was in training camp with the Browns when he hurt his neck again and decided yeah. the best thing to do was to retire so he's just was, was a great player and he seems like a great person on top of all that so that's wonderful yeah. and I'm glad that he works for the Lions I think he knows his football inside and out and he's not yeah. going to accept I think him with Dan Campbell a couple of guys very emotional about things and uh, care very much about winning so I think we're going in the right direction yeah I think this quote right here really shows volumes to who he is. Uh, anytime you are recognized for an individual award as a part of a team-oriented pursuit, your immediate thoughts go to your family, teammates, coaches, and all the people in the organization. My time as a player was defined by these great relationships I forged, and I realized that they are the biggest reason for any success I may have had. It truly was an honor to represent the Lions fans around the world, the city of Detroit, and every Lions player's past, present, and future for eight great seasons. I was and always will be a part of one pride. So thank you, Chris. Well-deserved. Um, mm-hmm. I'll probably be up there. So I wish all the players were as passionate to him about winning. I can tell yeah. you that. Back in the day, he used to be all broken up when they didn't win. So, uh, yeah. yeah, it's great. Emotions. It's it's good to have emotions. And so this is exciting. This is exciting times. It's exciting times, um, yeah. Easy! Oh, it's exciting times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some, Don't uh, forget to hydrate, everybody, okay? Hydrate! 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 Yeah, no, it's very funny. Like, it comment three minutes ago. I don't know. After seeing this, I once again have that warm, cozy feeling. Just seems that the Lions might be doing it kind of everything right this time from top to bottom. I know, I know we are still the only winless team in the NFL, and the cozy feeling is worth a damn if you put a subpar product on the field. But 10 months into the rebuild, it appears that everybody is pulling the same direction in the organization, and I am sure that the W's will eventually come too. We, the fans, are not new to waiting, but maybe this time (laughs) the wait will not last long, that long, right? I surely hope so. God dang, that's pretty, man. That's pretty. They're going to get yeah. good again. They're going to be good, and they're going to win some playoff <laughs> games. They are. It's fun. It's just funny not this year. <laughs> the comments just updated, and somebody goes, stupid allergies, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> <laughs> stupid allergies. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, a, that's a cool video. Uh, yeah, it's a cool video. Yeah. We'll put a link to that in the uh, show notes. How's that? Yes. Very, very yeah. good. Okay. All right. Okay. Good golf. Good all right. Golf. Good golf. All right. All right. Good talk there. Um, good talk. Talk it up. Good talk. Uh, anything else uh, you'd like to add, sir? Uh, our Dolphins insider got back to us, and so I'll just go over uh, his quick takes about the Deshaun Watson. <laughs> oh, I please said, do tell. 
I said, thoughts on Finn's trying to get Deshaun? He said, I think it's good and going to happen. I like it. I said, nice. He said, guy uh, likes happy endings, as far as I know. <laughs> so as long as he doesn't abuse or rape anyone. Um, Allegedly, I should say that for legal purposes. You know, you got to do what you got to do. Got to do what you got to do. What said, if he's in jail? I, I'm just wondering. Do they get the? Yeah. <laughs> do they get uh, Tua back if just he's wait, in jail? Just I, wait. Just wait. <laughs> I've been hearing some rumblings the last two days, and things have been getting more serious. I said, "Yeah, do you think Tua deserves a shot?" He goes, "He deserves. Def deserves a shot. He's been so injured, and the same with his receiving core. I just don't think we've actually seen what he can do." I said, "I agreed. You know, what do you think about uh, him going to Houston in a trade?" He says, "I don't know. Houston is almost as much." of the dumpsters to fire as Miami, <laughs> yeah. but they're a little healthier at this point, but the organization is in more of shambles. I mean, Deshaun isn't going to make a difference this season. No one is. Uh, so I don't want to give up Tua for Deshaun now that I'm thinking about it. Oh, Deshaun is a better quarterback, but isn't going to save our season. But it's like we have no clue what Tua is going to be. So I don't want to give him up. He goes, yeah. So at I least... guess my answer, <laughs> he goes, I guess my answer is it's dumb to trade Tua for Deshaun. But if we could get Deshaun without giving up Tua, I'm cool with it. Literally almost everyone else is on the trading block except for Waddle. And that's was the end of the conversation. But two is not under investigation. Yeah, exactly. So it's, it's just I, more I just can't believe I, I did hear yesterday that maybe this is just Houston trying to get somebody else to step up to do a trade. You know, maybe yeah. it's all bull. Mm-hmm. It, it's hard to say. And then there was a quote today from J.J. Watt. Yeah. I knew Houston was going to suck. So that's why I got out of there. It was basically. <laughs> well, if you remember, like Deshaun wanted out of Houston before oh. all the allegations oh, oh, yeah. came out. Oh, yeah. And then it was like. All the allegations came out, and it, you know, he shouted, he rubbed himself off into a. Whoops. Allegedly, I should say that for legal purposes. But he signed that giant extension, and the next year he's like, I can't play here anymore. Yeah, I oh. gotta go. Oh, okay. It's all starting to line up. So, oh, boy. Um, Quite a mess. Hey, you know, that just makes our franchise look a little better, okay? We're not the most yeah. fucked up franchise. At least yeah. there is light way at the end of the tunnel, folks, okay? Please stick with it. I think it's going to get good. Yes. Yeah, I, I agree. Those that I, like stay will be champions, as Bo yep. Schembelcher said. Yeah. Famous Michigan quote, those that stay will be champions. There you go. Those who stay will be the champions of the world. Okay. Anything else, my friend? I know that you've got a busy schedule. I'm emotionally distressed. Yeah, yeah. I'm uh, I'm ready to go. So I'm excited. I got an hour and 30 minutes of recorded audio to turn into a 45-minute podcast. All right. I think I can handle that. I think you got it. I think I I can make that work. Yeah. Is there any audio you want me to uh, interject? No, I have faith in you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Oh, at the end there, can you pull the thing from the Champions League that says, The Champions! Champions! Uh, You can put that in there. I'll send you a link. Please. Do that, and I will put it in. All right. All right. I've All got right. quite a few to pull now. I've, I'm as I was, and I'll take yep. care of it as. Um, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Um, uh, anything else? No, I think that's it. Uh, thank you again for tuning in to the Line in the Cup podcast. Absolutely. Um, our link is down in the description below. Uh, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram. Come on over. Old man takes care of the tweets. I take care of the gram. You know, you can find us on all your favorite podcasts. Uh, distribution sites, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Anchor, Google, Amazon. We've got it all. Um, got it all. Make sure to like, comment, subscribe, give us five stars. Go on the Anchor and leave a voice comment. You might be featured on the show. I think that's everything that we usually wrap it up with, right? Wrap it up. Wrap it up. Yes, sir. Wrap okay. it up. Wrap it in. Let me begin. Uh, all right. Until uh, Sunday, you know, Lions 405, everybody. 405. So you can get your yard work done. Yep. And you can take a nice afternoon nap. So. There you All right. Love you. And uh, we'll talk later. I love you too. Bye.